I think bringing number five home was it was a doozy for us. It was definitely like the game changer. Like the this fifth, is the, really hard. The fifth one was <laughs> it took to five. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm I know. just really okay. impressed with your, I don't know how you have energy to just take care of five kids, but to <laughs> to have a business, I mean, I'm really impressed that it's amazing. It makes you feel better. I was, you know, I rarely shower, so <laughs> <laughs> things get sacrificed. Well, you're good at uh, the um, dry shampoo and <laughs> working with what you got, I right? know how to make things look better than they actually do. Yeah. <laughs> Hey there, it's the Gold Digger Mom Podcast, the podcast about moms creating their own opportunities to help inspire you to create your own opportunity, whether it's a side hustle or a full-time business. I'm your host, Lydia Poole. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's show is an interview with Megan Klaus, the owner of Blushing Hair and Makeup, which is a wedding hair and makeup company. I'm really excited to share Megan's story with you because Megan is the mom of five. Her oldest son is in kindergarten. Her youngest child is just a few months old. And during this time, the last couple of years, she has started a successful business. Megan's business employs not just her, but three of her sisters and three other girls. It's pretty incredible. One of the things I loved most about this interview was hearing about how Megan is using social media to promote her local business. And I was really floored to learn that she was getting 90% of her clients from Instagram without paying for advertising. I mean, she is running a successful local business without paying for any advertising. And I just think that's incredible. I really like talking to her about mom life as well and the way that she's um, balancing being a mom of five with being a mom entrepreneur. And I, I think that a lot of you will find this interview really useful and inspiring. So stick around. It's a great interview. Um, so my business is blushing and it primarily is just, a, a bridal hair makeup company. So, um, our, I guess you could say our main clientele is brides and their bridal mm-hmm. parties on the weekends. We also do hair makeup for events, um, portraits, photo shoots, headshots, things like that during the week. Okay. And so you do hair and do you also, you guys also do makeup, right? Yes. Yeah. Hair and makeup. And um, tell me, tell me how you got started in that. So um, I was a hairstylist before kids in a salon in Uptown. Um, And so I had been doing wedding hair at the salon. There's really in a salon setting, there's not a ton of people who do bridal hair. Um, I grew up I mean, you know, Erin, so my older sister was a hairstylist, um, and when I was a kid, I used to go with her to weddings and hand her bobby Mm. pins, Um, so I had been around it a lot, and I knew there was this kind of um, rising need for that in Charlotte. This wedding industry was kind of blowing up, and um, some of my sisters also did makeup, and so we really were just sitting around talking about wouldn't it be cool if we all got to work together and we could just work on the weekends and we could do hair and makeup for weddings, but kind of doing it separately. And so we needed someone to start it. And so I said, if I kind of start this business, will you guys work for me? And that's kind of how it came about really just sitting around talking about so it. So how many of your sister, how many of you guys work together now? So in the beginning, there were four of us. Um, I own it. And then two do makeup and one does hair, Emily, Rachel, and Jackie. Jackie has since left to pursue um, her master's for teaching. She was a teacher during the week. So 
that's what she's doing. And, you know, that's a long week <laughs> to work as a teacher all week and then do weddings on the weekend. Yeah. So she has since left us, um, but we've brought on three other girls. So it's no longer just sisters. Oh, okay. And we should say, because people who don't know you, obviously, um, that you come from a very big family. <laughs> yes, and, yes. One of Yeah, 11. one of 11. And, and you have a number of, you have a big family yourself. So yes, five yeah, kids. So you're, <laughs> there are sisters and babies <laughs> all around, right? <laughs> Lots of family yeah, support. That's wonderful. Um, okay. So tell me about the beginning of getting this started. Once you said, all right, this is my idea. Where did you go from there? So once we started, I'm trying to think, I actually think I was still working at the salon at this point. Um, and did you have any kids I'm actually was this before you had? Okay. I did. I okay. had one, I had mm-hmm. Everett and I was pregnant with Vivian and I knew that I would be quitting the salon. This is what happened. I'm trying to remember. It's all happened so quickly. So I had Everett, I was pregnant with Vivian um, and I knew I was quitting the salon. I knew that having two kids was just like, it was crazy to afford daycare and work part-time. I was only working part-time. There's not many daycares that will do just a part-time right. schedule, like three days a week. Um, so I knew I was leaving and um, I'm sorry, let me train of thought. That's true mother style. <laughs> exactly. um, so um, once we decided we were going to start blushing, I just started um, investing in some things we needed, like a kit, a makeup kit. So I started with that. I also started with, it was kind of back when social media was getting bigger. So I started an Instagram for us. I got a friend to do our headshots and we just started like putting out content. We just did anything and everything. Like we did bridal shows. We did a client here, a client there. We just really did anything we could to kind of get our name out there and kind of just start to build a portfolio. So that was really how things got, got started. And during that time, I was only working three days a week. Uh, We were primarily working on the weekends to get that started, knowing that hopefully that would take over once I quit. Well, tell me what you're doing currently with your website. So actually right now I'm going through a rebrand process. So right now my website is really focuses on us being a family business and us being like four sisters who got started in this career um, together. And now it's kind of, as, as the business has changed, our brand has kind of changed as well. Um, and our style. So right now we're going through a rebrand. In the beginning, I had hired a friend to do um, our logo and website. I am unfortunately technologically just like disabled. I have no idea how to work anything website related. So our portfolio on that website is about five years old, which is embarrassing to admit. But with so- social media being such a uh, dominant influence right now. It just really has helped us keep our portfolio up to date and kind of this ongoing feed of our work. Yeah. On like your Instagram. Is that what you're mostly using? Yeah. On our social media. In fact, like 90, I think I, I did the numbers one time and at one point it was like 90% of our brides were coming through social media. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's such a great tool. If you can learn to monitor it and really be good about it, I think it's such a great tool for any business. So are you doing any paid advertising or are you just doing social media? No, no paid advertising, wow. mm-hmm, just social media. Um, 
we don't, yeah, we don't advertise through any wedding sites or anything. A lot of word of mouth. Have you gone to bridal shows? Do Um, you do that as well? We did in the beginning a lot. Um, To be honest, for us, it was a lot, a lot of work for not much payout. Um, And I think we just, yeah, we just decided it wasn't really for us. It wasn't really the kind of bride we wanted to attract. So we just started really focusing on the social media aspect. And we started really focusing on like, um, my husband says, taking care of your people, like really taking care of our brides and who we already had and focusing on them just to get kind of the word. Yeah, let's talk about social media. So is it mostly Instagram? Yes. So I have something that updates. Like when I post to Instagram, it also posts to okay. Facebook. Um, but I would say the majority of people look at our Instagram because, you know, it's simple to like kind of scroll down and look at a whole style. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Um, all right. So I want to talk a little bit about the way you're doing Instagram because I feel like Instagram mm-hmm. is like, it's a hard, um, it's a hard nut to crack, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's intimidating, I think for a lot of people. And I understand what you're saying. And I think that your business in particular lends itself well to Instagram because it is so visual, you know, you're looking at beautiful hair and makeup, that's helpful. But, um, but there are so many people on it. And depending on your um, specific demographic that you're going for, you know, like, if you think about brides, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where that's where they are, you know, like that's the age range, that's yeah, the demographic yeah. you, you want to be there. So um, tell me a little bit about like what, what your work looks like in a week for Instagram. How do you, how do you do that? So for Instagram, oh, that's, that's actually interest, an interesting question because I feel like that changes okay. weekly. Um, as we have started to kind of rebrand and change kind of our image, one of the things that I've told my girls and we've talked about as a team is that we really want to create a certain style. Um, we want to create a look that attracts brides that want the look that we're putting out. Um, so recently, um, probably in the past, maybe nine months, um, for social media alone, I probably spend about 10 hours a week because I bring in one to two models. Um, I do their hair and makeup and I, do either a photo shoot with a photographer or I pull out a backdrop, do the photography myself. Um, I upload it. I do a video. I kind of gauge when my highest um, peak for likes and things are. And I post then um, and I kind of change it week to week um, depending on if I'm trying to reach new people or that kind of thing. Um, So, Social media is a big part of my work week. How did, so you're saying you're doing a lot of the photography yourself. How did you learn to do it? So this is kind of kind of a funny story. So when I had my first son, one of the things I really wanted just to take pictures of my kids was Mm -hmm. a nice camera. So my husband was like, I don't want to spend, you know, a thousand dollars on a camera. Um, So we bought like middle of the road one, like a T3 Canon. Um, and at the beginning I was just taking pictures and bad lighting of like the makeup we did and the hair we did. And one of my close friends said to his wife, he, who is a photographer, he is a photographer. And he said, I know that Megan's really 
great at this and her girls are really great at this, but the, her pictures don't show her work. Like it doesn't look good in pictures. So I just started practicing. Honestly, I just started like asking people, oh, how do you get it to look like that? Or how do you shoot it? Um, and then kind of being in the wedding industry and being friends with other photographers, I would just ask them like, how do I, how do I adjust this? How do I make this look? And so then eventually, I guess just honestly through practicing, through taking lots of pictures and kind of getting the lighting right and not being scared to ask people, hey, will you turn this way? Will you let me take a thousand pictures of you? Because I'm not a photographer. I only need two. I'm not trying to be a photographer. I just need two good pictures. Let me take 500 and maybe I'll get two good ones. Yeah. Does that that make sense? That absolutely makes sense. Trial and error. I mean, you want the, exactly, exactly. I mean, and if the work is good, then you'll see that in a picture. And even in like a bad iPhone picture, you still will see it. But like makeup is a little bit more like you honestly need the good lighting because in bad lighting, it can completely change what that looks like. So um, just trial and error has really honestly how I've gotten better at the camera. It's amazing to me because I feel like the stories that I hear from different mom entrepreneurs, it's always the story of like, I was really bad at some aspect of it, at least I was really bad in the beginning. And I just worked through it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you go back and look at my pictures, (laughs) our pictures from the beginning, they're really bad. I mean, they really are. And honestly, too, I would just take pictures around the house of my kids. And I just got to know the camera and I got to know what looks good and what doesn't look good, that kind of thing. And just what you like, you know, it's, it's also too kind of relative and what, what you think are you doing any like giveaways on instagram or things with other people we are not actually coming up when we rebrand and launch our new website we are going to do like a week of giveaways but we actually have never i think maybe like one time in the past we've done giveaways um kind of been low-key on that mostly because of time it's a lot of time, um, and I can't even seem to make it to the post office for thank you notes, so <laughs> I haven't signed myself up for giveaways quite yet. So how booked are you guys on the weekends? So we are booking right now. I just booked um, a wedding for December oh 2019, so we are booking all the way out until next next Christmas. We've had inquiries for 2020, but I have not booked oh, wow. anyone yet. That's great. Mm-hmm. I know it's really great. It's crazy to me. Always. I, my husband always has to remind me like there's a season that's really slow in inquiries. And then right around this time of year, it kind of peaks. Um, but you know, I was only engaged for six months. So when I have inquiries for 2020, I'm always like, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. They're getting their planning in early. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, once you have those vendors and it's pretty easy. How how many hours a week are you working and how does that compare to like when you were working at a salon, what you're what you're earning? So I would say my earnings or my my Well, timing. I guess those are two separate questions. The first question is how many hours a week would you say you're working? So I'm definitely working. Um that's that's a really tough for me. So to answer because some weeks could be five hours, some weeks could be thirty-five hours. I'm not working full time okay. for sure. Um, I'm probably, I would say on average about 10 to 20 hours a week. And are you doing a lot of the weddings yourself or are you sending your girls to do it mostly now? So right now it's a pretty even balance of, um, me to girls. And one of the things that I really love about blushing and as we've started it is it's always been a team. Um, so 
we started as a team. So as we've grown, it's just made sense that it's always a team. And so it doesn't feel like, oh, I need to be at every wedding. So I've actually stepped back a lot. And next year, I'll probably only be taking one wedding a month for myself personally. Um, Whereas my girls will, yeah, probably every weekend. It's a nice balance for you. Of It's really great. You know, as before um, my son entered kindergarten, it was really easy to be gone on the weekends because all my kiddos were home all week. Honestly, going on the weekends was a little bit of a break and kind of a fun, like creative outlet and being gone. But now that he is in school, um, I just feel like our kind of dynamic as a family is going to change a lot in the next couple of years. And those weekends are going to become really precious to us since the weeknights just go so fast. So you're building your role as a manager so that you can can kind of step back when you work when you want to work. It's a way to do it. Um, It's so great. Yeah. So, okay. Then let's talk money. Like how, what are you making like compared to when you work at the salon? How, how does that look? Um, so it's, that's so hard for me to say because it's so kind of intertwined with some different things. I, I mean, I'm, I'm making, I probably say even to what I was making at the salon. I was working a lot more hours at the salon. Um, but it's hard to say because it's so intertwined with what, what do you put back into the business? What do you, um, take home at the end of the year. Um, I probably don't give myself personally as much as I could. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like there's this balance of what do we, what's a business and what's a personal. So I would say it's probably about equal okay. with the salon um, from a personal, a personal What would you level. say your startup costs were? Um, so when I first started, I think I spent about $5,000 okay. startup. Um, because I paid for a website and I paid for a kit. So yeah, I, I think when we did that, it was about $5,000 the first year, but then there's those, um, kind of building costs in the hair and makeup company because you have to keep up your makeup and you have to keep up, um, your kit. So a lot of those costs are almost like ongoing, if that yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, more so than okay. like startup. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, so going back to Instagram for a minute, um, can you tell me a little bit about how how do you do your research research for hashtags? Um, how do I do my research for hashtags? So I <clears throat> honestly kind of trial and error. Um, I see hashtags where I really like their style, where our style kind of flows with them. A lot of times on like my hair posts, I'll I'll tag um, a lot of salon, um, a lot of salon hashtags like hashtag hair, hashtag behind the chair, which is a stylist magazine. Um, A lot of professional tags because if a professional, like, let's say, okay, recently we were featured on Kenra Professional. So that's a brand. If they feature you on their page, you get so yeah. much more visibility. Um, and I know that our style goes with them and I use their products. So some of it is just because I, I'm using their products. I want to share that with them. And you do the hashtag um, or do you do the, and the ad or do you do both? 
Okay. I do the hashtag. Typically, actually, I heard in a class one time that if you do the at, they only show you up to like 60. So these big companies, you can get like lost in their okay. notifications. You only see like 60 notifications or 80 or something. I don't remember. Um, but you can kind of get lost in it. Whereas if you hashtag, they can click the hashtag and you'll okay. see it later. It will just like kind of scroll down. Um, so trying to air, a lot of times I use a lot of professional ones. I use, um, I try to have a good mix of like bridal and professional so i'll tag kenra professional but i'll also tag or hashtag style me pretty or hashtag martha weddings or or oh, whatnot okay. charlotte you're trying um, to get featured on those the bigger people trying to get featured or um i will put like charlotte bride or charlotte hair and makeup if in case the bride is going on there and looking at charlotte hair and makeup and then hits a tag i've actually had several brides find okay. us that way um so I saw, I can't remember. Do you have a separate, I can't remember if you're the Instagram I'm following on you as you're blushing or do you have a personal one? Okay. I have that's what I'm following. Yeah, I do. So I saw you were, you were on the, was it the bump the other day on your, was that your personal yes, one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you do, how did you do that? One, yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think, I think I, either hashtag them or they, I think they follow me. So I think sometimes they see my pictures. Um, but I'm pretty sure I either tag them or hashtag them and they find it. And was that, do you think you hashtag them on that picture specifically? And then they saw it and then they, and then they redid it. Yes, probably. That's probably, mm -hmm, that's probably what happened. A lot of times like those, especially for moms, like if you hashtag, um, and honestly, I keep my hashtags in my notes on my phone okay. and I just copy and paste. Like I don't go type through every time and yeah. 30 hashtags. It's like way too yeah. much work. So I keep it in my notes and I just copy and paste it over to the Instagram okay. account. Yeah. What's your vision for your website at this point? Is it just to drive business to your the bridal business or is it its own? You're hoping it's going to be its own thing? No. So for our website, I really, um, it will be completely blushing it will be all bridal or just hair and makeup it will be um my my main focus for our website is just to display okay. our work um in a beautiful way um and kind of just brand our team and expand our influence in the charlotte area so um one of the things that i really have a goal for our team is to um kind of create our own look like a lot of times brides will come to you with pictures from Pinterest and, and things, which is awesome. It's so helpful when people come to you with pictures. And I have kind of just had this vision of what if people just come to us with our pictures? Like, what if they're like, this is the style we're looking for. It's what you, what you're giving. It's what we want. And then, you know, they just kind of can go to our website and see all of our work disclosed with them. There's a, I feel like there's so much more trust if you already have that kind of feel for their brand and you love it and then come to them and, you hire them, you already have that level of trust because you already love their website, yeah. their work, what right. they're putting out there, their brand. Yeah. Are you using a business account for Instagram? Are you using, like, did you upgrade to the business account or do you use just a personal one? Um, no, it okay. is a business account. The blushing one is a, a business one. I think my personal one is okay. just personal. Because on the business one, you can see like... Um, yeah. All the insights. Yeah. I can see insights and how many people view it and how many people click. And but you're not paying yeah. for like, um, what are those boosted or promoted? 
No, I, I have paid like at some times of year, if I want to promote a post, I will sometimes be like, I'll okay. pay $5 for yeah. a day or whatever and see if it helps inquiries. Um, so for me, it hasn't in the past so much as it has promoted likes, which um, just for me, I'm, I'm yeah. not really interested in likes. I'm more so interested in inquiries. Um, so for me, I'm not as concerned about a number as I am like a, yeah. a ratio of, okay, 20 new people viewed this post, at least two inquired, but it was more so just likes. Um, and it wasn't through, like any like gain likes yeah. thing or third party. It was through Instagram. It was like right. promote your business. I think it says promote your business on the okay. Instagram site. Just to be clear. No, I know that's what I meant when I asked the question because you can, you can, I mean, it's a pay, it's a form of average pays to advertising on the business account to to promote it. Mm -hmm. And I was just curious if you had done that and seen, uh, I understand what you're saying about sort of a conversion rate of, um, it's, you know, it's not just numbers for you. That doesn't really help you like just more. Right. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not, um, it's not like a blogger, like a blogger that would be awesome for them because they're getting views and they're getting likes and that really helps promote them. And that's awesome. Uh, for my business though, it's more so about the inquiries. Yeah. If that makes sense. And tell me how you're using Facebook. I, ooh, <laughs> I have like a mega hate relationship okay. with Facebook and I know Facebook owns Instagram, but, um, I, Facebook is easy because people can share your posts. Yeah. So if Blushing posts a picture, my girls and my team can easily share that picture. And it's easily known that this is where it came from because at the top of it, it says Blushing Hair and Makeup. So I love it for that reason. I don't really use Facebook, if I'm honest. Um, I try to stay away from even messaging on Instagram or Facebook because it gets lost in the abyss. Um, and I am scatterbrained mother. So I feel like I can check a message on Instagram or Facebook and just yeah. completely forget yeah. about that person. Um, if it's not my email, it's like completely forgotten as soon as I'm gone. So even from that standpoint, I prefer to put it all in email. Um, so Facebook, yeah, I don't really use a ton. Okay. Yeah. I th- I feel like more and more people are moving away from Facebook for various reasons for, for business anyway. Some, it yeah, works for some people, yeah. but it just depends. And because like you said, our, our work is so visual, it's really easy to like look at Instagram as a whole, as a feed, whereas Facebook, you don't have that option. You have to scroll, scroll, scroll to kind yeah. of look at every picture. Are you doing um, Instagram stories for blushing? I do sometimes. I'm actually incredibly bad at it. Um, uh, I will, if I'm like doing a photo shoot and I have some time, some downtime, um, when you're working down, you're working with your hands, it's kind of hard to do the stories. Occasionally at weddings, I'll have like some extra time and I'll kind of show what's going on or bridesmaids looks as we go if we're not rushed. But a lot of times wedding days are just so quick um, that that is one thing I actually should get so much better at because a lot of people just yeah. look at the stories. Yeah, definitely. And don't even look at the feed. Mm-hmm. So it is something that I think is definitely beneficial, but haven't personally put a ton yeah. of energy into. What are you? Can you tell me what you're charging for hair and makeup for a wedding? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So for um, a bridal party to book, we charge five fifty for the bride for hair and makeup. Um, and 
165 for bridesmaids, mothers, everyone else. Um, we do have a $1,500 minimum. So that means that in order to book us, they have to have services that reach up to $1,500 because we only book one wedding per day. Those stylists that are assigned to them will not take any other clients that day. So they, um, you know, will go and do basically the whole bridal party and the brides. How are you managing childcare at this point? What are you doing for it while you're working? So for childcare, I have um, a nanny two days a week and then my wonderful husband keeps them on the weekends. So it's kind of the best. (laughs) So are you working in the evenings as well or can you get most of it done in those? Yes. So I... I guess like a year ago, I quit working in evenings as much as I could. I have recently kind of um, budged that a little as I'm training some new girls and they have jobs during the day and can only come at night. So I am working a couple nights a week. Um, A lot of my emails, I honestly do at my 4 a.m. nursing (laughs) session. Um, I will just kind of wake up and email and knock some things out. I mean, sometimes I don't get to the email till seven at night. It kind of depends on the day and the kids and whether or not I have childcare and how consistent that is. Do you feel like when you're, um, cause you gotta do, are you doing Instagram every day? Like posting? Um, it, de- it depends okay. on the week. Sometimes I'll do, okay. I'd say three to five, okay. three to five times a week. Um, do you feel like the days when you're not working, are you, do you feel like you're not working at all or do you feel that pool of like, I need to be doing something for my business? Oh yeah. I think, I think any business owner would tell you that it's always Mm. on the mind. Um, and there's, you know, I think there's that constant mom guilt of like, I want to be here, but I want to be there. And I, you know, you want to be everywhere. Um, And I think this is kind of the same with working moms or not working moms. Like no matter where you are, you always want to be somewhere else. So I have really tried recently um, to really put like, this is my work time. This is my family time and really separate those. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, far from it. But I do think it helps to have like a mental, this has to stay here and I can't like be thinking about all the things I could do with work yeah. while I'm with my kids or while I'm at work, all the things I'm missing yeah. with my kids. You could, like, I feel like you really just have to learn to compartmentalize. Yeah. Are When you're working, when your nanny's there, um, so you're working from home, do you, is it, is there an issue with kids noise or just, is it easy, you know, can you get in your own space and work or? Totally. Yeah. So I have this office that's really great. Um, I have doors and so I just really lock the kids out. (laughs) If I have clients, I turn on music and I tell them my kids are here with my nanny and they're so gracious. I've never had anyone really even care that they're there. Um, so I mean, it feels too, like I love for people to come to my house. Me and my husband have always said like, we love to have people in our home and make them feel at home. So I think I I'm saying this, I've never actually asked anybody this, that it just feels like you know, you get to know someone when you get to know their family. And while my kids are there and they're not like talking to them or hanging out with them, they know I have a family, obviously, that's there and is important to me. So I think it just honestly, if nothing helps them get to know me a little bit better. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, So do you feel like, uh, do you, have you had times where you have questioned like, why am I doing this? Or is this working? Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think 
anytime, anytime you have a hard client or you have a bad day or you don't like your work or you're just in like that overwhelming season of weddings there, every person in the wedding industry knows there's like this wedding hangover. You are like, what? And I actually said to my friend the other day, I was like, sometimes I wonder what my life had been like had I never started this business. Um, because it is a lot of work and it is a lot of thought. If nothing else, it's just a lot of your time and thinking about it and wondering about it. And are you doing the right thing? And could you do it better? Um, and, and also just worrying about the people that work for you. Like, are you doing them the right things? You know, are you doing the right things for them? Are you helping them grow? You know, you just worry about it all the time. Um, so there are definitely times I, I have wondered, you know, is this the right thing for our family? I guess the benefit of working for yourself, though, is at the end of the day, you can say, it's not, so I'm done. I mean, it hasn't been that for us yet. Obviously, I have felt that this has been honestly one of the best things in the world. I have the best balance and really the ideal setup to be a mom and working, doing something I love. But sure, on hard days... I definitely wonder why I why I do it. It has it helped um, being in a business with your sisters in terms of encouragement. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, there's a you know we can just say it. It's this is hard or this is what makes it hard, and no, the other person's not just like out. Yeah. You know, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about them just like up and quitting or doing anything because we're sisters and we can have this open relationship of talking and talking it out and talking about the hard things. So it's been, I mean, it's, yeah, it's super nice to have that honest relationship. I think it's nice because, um, you know, it's hard as an adult to like get together with your family, you know, and like that you have this reason to see members of your family all the time. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I will say I see them all the time anyways, <laughs> with or without the business. So I see, yeah, Rachel, who works with me, I probably see her three times a week without work. So it's a good thing you like each other, right? We see each other. <laughs> yes, we do. Where are you finding your models? What are you doing for that for your Instagram? So um, lots of times I will just put on Instagram, I need a model this day and time and people will message in and I'll just ask someone sometimes a lot of times what I really like to do is invite past mm-hmm. brides because um, I know them I've worked with them and it's kind of fun to you know do their hair makeup for them for free so they're just volunteering Since all your we, models yeah okay yes because they want a little yes. a makeover and um, that's fun yeah I'll just be like come in let me do this I just I mean even sometimes just to practice sometimes I don't even take pictures it's just to practice a new style come in let me do this and it's nice to catch up with them and see how their lives are going and, you know, to kind of do that for them. They, you know, trusted us to do their hair makeup for their wedding, which I feel like is a big deal. So it's kind of nice to to just do something yeah. sweet for them. Are you doing anything with um, the IGTV on Instagram? I think I posted one video because it was easy because I had okay. already made it and I wanted to, like, kind of see what it was, but I haven't been back on since. It's a confusing um at least where it stands right now, because people can't find it there. You can't hashtag it. It's a, yeah, it's a lot. And I, I feel like it's just, it's a lot. But so I feel like I'm, that's got to change, probably, right? The hashtag part of it. I'm like, surely they're going to change, change I don't that know. because it seems so weird that 
you know, you can like if I if I'm following you, I can see it, but you can't get any new people with right. it. Seems strange. I I don't just like wonder because you know they Instagram kind of took over Snapchat once they did like all the filters. I feel like Snapchat. I'm not on it anymore, and I don't know who is, but. I don't think it's going to take over YouTube. I would be right. really surprised. And I feel like that's kind of yeah, what they're trying to do. Yeah, I think you're do. right. Um, but, I mean, maybe maybe they will. I don't know. They've surprised I know. me thus far. Well, you think so. it's one of those things of like, <laughs> is it if you start doing it now, you'll be one of the first people to do it? Or is it one of those things that it's just not going to happen? I know. <laughs> so I know. it's a waste of your time. <laughs> I mean, I guess it can't hurt, right, to post and then just be one of the first ones. It'll be like a MySpace. Like, either it'll die or it'll make That's it. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> you will always have some funny stuff to look back on. It's not. What is your top tip for other moms who are entrepreneurs? I guess, well, for me, when I started my business, it was not um, – a need, which I know that for lots of moms, it is a need and they have to have a second income and it's really important. But because I just, the way I am kind of wired is as a worker, I I was always putting a lot of pressure on myself to kind of build this business and make it bigger and do more work all the time, even when I was slow. And I think that one of the biggest tips I would give someone is to just take the pressure off. Like the work will always be there and the babies Mm -hmm. won't. And I think of so many times now where I would do this, you know, wedding last minute where we had planned a family vacation or I would um, just like kind of drop any family plans we had just to further my business. And I really regret that now. I kind of think, you know, there was always time to build that and I could build it later. Um, Now, granted, I had the flexibility to do that. But I think that that would be one of my biggest tips for moms who are just trying to have a second income or pursue a career that they love and start a side gig is to just realize that despite what it seems, (laughs) it goes really fast. And, you know, you'll always have work. Yeah. Which sounds, it sounds so cliche, but it is true, especially now with my son starting school. I'm like, wow, this is a whole different. Is he in kindergarten now or is it next year? No, he's in kindergarten now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, so my oldest just started kindergarten this year too. And I, well, I thought it was going to be a big change, (laughs) but honestly, between all of the days that they've had out for like hurricanes and (laughs) days off and then and I don't know what we're gonna do about this but she is like she gets sick I mean it's like October to May she's just sick like I there's like one illness just into another and so she's missed a ton of days of school and I was like thinking like I kind of thought I'd be like oh I'd never see her but I'm like I feel like I see her more (laughs) I don't know what's happening (laughs) I'm like I gotta get her to (laughs) school (laughs) so that yeah. is so funny. I think mine would have not been as big of a deal had I not had a baby the week oh, he started. Yeah. It was like newborn and yeah. school. <laughs> so, so I'm really fascinated. I think bringing number five home was, it was a doozy for us. It was definitely like the game the fifth, changer. The, like this the is fifth really one was, hard. It took to five. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, just really impressed with your, did. I mean, I don't know how you have energy to 
I mean, just take care of five kids, but to to have a business, I mean, I'm really impressed that it's amazing. Oh, you're really sweet. I don't do it well. <laughs> it makes you feel better. I was, you know, I rarely shower, so <laughs> things get sacrificed. Well, you're good at uh, the um, dry shampoo and <laughs> yeah, yeah. working with what you got, right? <laughs> I know how to make things look better than they actually yeah. do. <laughs> um, yeah, I just am like the energy alone is amazing to me, but also the mental energy to me. And I know that there's something really nice about having something outside of your kids um, to think about and work. I I mean, I know I understand what you're saying about it does go quickly and finding that balance between, you know, saying no sometimes to spend time with your family. But at the same time, it is really nice to have a life outside of your kids and, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, it's so nice to feel, I think because to parenting is such a long-term gratification. Like we do all these things every day and your kids don't tell you thank you for feeding them or, you know, changing their diaper on their bottom. That's not, they just need it and you do it and you do it sacrificially and you don't get thanked. And then going to this job where people are over the top thanking you, oh, I love this. I love what you've done and all this. It's, I mean, yeah, it's mentally a break and it is so, you know, it's kind of that instant gratification of I did this, I did a good job, I worked hard, I got thanked or I got paid. You know, some people don't necessarily get thanked, but they get paid. It's the same thing. So I think that that is just such a nice break in the monotony and just like the long-term achievements of parenting. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, So do you, how much do you sleep? Do you sleep enough? I don't sleep enough. I don't have five. I only have three. (laughs) So our friends actually make fun of us because we put our kids down at seven and I am in the bed immediately after them. I mean, I may not go to sleep, but it's not long after. Oh, you would have to. (laughs) I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I just, I hit the bed and I am so tired. I feel like every day is, you know, a a sprint marathon. So I hit the bed pretty hard at like (laughs) 730 every night. In fact, as we're talking right now, in the bed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, because I have two less than you, and I'm like, I don't get enough sleep, so I can't imagine if I had a. You know, does anyone I'm get enough sure. sleep these I'm, days? Yeah, there's probably not a mom out there who's like, oh, I get all the sleep I want. Right, I need like a week at the Ritz Carlton and a lot of Ambien <laughs> to get all the sleep. I oh, absolutely. Want. Um, well, thank you so much for doing this. I I thought um, I I love what you're talking about with social media and uh, as. I think sometimes small businesses are a little bit reluctant to use it um, or can't quite figure out how to use it in a way that benefits them. And I think it's amazing that that's like, you know, other than word of mouth, that's, that's your traffic right there. And yeah, it really is. Mm -hmm. It's been such a great tool for us. I mean, really, it is just free marketing. Just have to figure out how to work it. Yeah. (laughs) And time, patience. I mean, you know, I've had a business for five, five years. Um, and I think honestly, a lot of the times it's like the word of mouth and then the social media. So it's, it's, you know, it's both. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's helpful. I think, I think for anybody and, and part of it is the building it, you know, and I, I think for something like social media of the beginning stages where you're doing a lot of work for, for a long vision, yeah, you know, definitely. you're like, it's going to pay off. Um, but maybe not. Yeah today you know you're not seeing that you gotta just 
Yeah, but it's Stick definitely with it. will. I mean, if it continues to keep going, it definitely will pay off. Big thanks to Megan for sharing her story with us today. I hope that you have been inspired. As always, you can check out show notes on golddiggermom.com. And remember to check back on Tuesdays for new episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you join me again soon.